anywhere, any anywhere, <laughs> anywhere, anywhere, <laughs> any time, any place. Bring it on, Wiley Coyote. Um, <laughs> well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Bible Study Life. We are in the book of Ephesians this morning, which I have made no secret about it being my favorite book. I mean, I like the whole thing, the whole Bible. It's funny. Book in the Bible. When we have a favorite anything, we have to justify all the things around it. We like them too, just this yeah, is our favorite, yeah. you know, whatever it may be. It's not just because it's my favorite, I don't like the rest. Exactly. And coffee's my favorite, but I like cocoa. Actually, cocoa might be my favorite. Well, I'm not, I'm not too it's... partial to cold coffee, but I can drink cold cocoa just fine. <laughs> so, well, I don't know. I just... She's still young and good looking. All right, let's begin at verse 1, chapter 1 of the book of Ephesians. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You kind of get the impression <laughs> that the Lord Jesus Christ has something to do with this. Yeah, you're right. He, he mentions him four times in three verses. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from, our, from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, <laughs> who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. <laughs> Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ, that's six, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. I want to address that really quick. When we are not focused on Jesus, when that part of us is becomes questionable that's when we get into hot water we need to recognize and be aware that everything we do as christians is a focus on the lord jesus christ outside of that we have no abilities we have no righteousness. We have nothing. Within Christ, we have everything we need. Outside of Christ, we'll always be in need. So, Paul wants to make it very clear that anything that he teaches going forward is always in Christ. It's always because of his presence, his wisdom, understanding, his mercy, his goodness, his sacrifice. All things that he teaches must be done and laid forth in Christ. That's that's why the emphasis 
at such a level. All right, let's pick up at verse 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound to us in all wisdom and prudence, having been made known to us. Read that again. Uh, I hate to turn the pages. Having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. Right, let's, let's pause there for a second. So that one of the things about Ephesians is it covers a lot of area in a really short period of time. And that's one reason why I truly believe it was a letter meant to be passed along from church to church to church so that different people were able to gather all these different things. Because it's a... Um, one of the ways you can describe Ephesians is that it is a large encompassing letter that touches on a great deal of subjects in the Christian walk, but not fully teaching in every single one of them. Giving us enough to understand, okay, here's, a, here's an aspect that we can focus on. I can put my eyes on this. I can focus on this part. I can focus on this part. It's different levels and different understandings for different people. What is it that you are needing is it in Ephesians? There's probably a good chance that whatever we're dealing with, we can find some form of answer towards that end in Ephesians. Not necessarily. That's not a guarantee. And it certainly is not a book that stands alone because the, the, the Bible itself stands alone. But the book of Ephesians has a tendency to teach in a lot of different areas that cover from salvation forward. For instance, the predestination is what we talked about last time. Predestination is to tell the unsaved there was a plan for your life in place before the foundations of the planet. Before, what was it said yesterday? Before, actually it was, we were talking to Marilyn last night. Oh yeah. Before the devil fell, before Satan rebelled, before that, God knew us. I'm not sure what you just said about being in hot water, but I think that is where I am sinking in because my faith is very, very weak. Okay. Um, my suggestion to you, D, is to... Well, it's something we'd have to address personally. Okay, so if you want to call me later or something like that, we can connect later and we can discuss that. Um, I don't know what I just said about hot water. So, um, okay, so, so on that note, Dee, I would suggest that you study Ephesians. That's, that's a good idea. Just study it. Don't, don't attempt to understand everything. Don't, oh, don't, sure. don't try to get it all. Just, just say, okay. Just Okay, I want to read. God show me as much as, as, as I can handle. We don't always get uh, what's being taught. I, you know, I, I, have, I have listened to preachers who, who I have had to rewind and rewind and rewind 
before I get what it is that God's trying to say. But I think the greatest thing we can do is to read over and over again. Don't worry about understanding. Don't worry about grasping it. Get it in us. Good morning, Paul. I haven't seen you on here in a while. Hi, Paul. How you doing? You and Lisa hanging in there. Um, so, yeah, that's what I would do, uh, D. I would just get a hold of the book of Ephesians. Focus on it. Let God talk to you um, from there. And again, like I said, don't worry about understanding it. Get a simple version. Get a um, ESV or um, or the message or whatever version you, you prefer that's easy to understand. And just read it over and over again. Read it a hundred times in a row. It doesn't have to all make sense. It doesn't have to all fit into what um, seems to make the most sense. Just, uh, just read and let God... You know, basically, you fill it up, fill up, fill up your jug with his water. Worry about how it tastes later. Hmm, that's good. Okay, because the reality is, is God's word will not return void. If we seek him earnestly, he will fill, he will explain, he will describe. And... And since Ephesians is one of the books that we're going through right now and has so much to, to teach us, just just go and read it. Um, you can go to uh, YouTube and uh, find uh, uh, find it. Just, just search for the book of Ephesians and find it, and you can listen to it being read as well as studying it yourself. Um, study it in multiple versions. Um, the Answers don't always come the way we think they will. And we don't always understand what it is that he's doing. Um, I've I've uh, quoted this scripture 50, 60 times on here before. But Proverbs 25.2 says, It is the glory of God to hide a matter and the glory of a king to search a matter out. So, you know, the answers... It's not always, uh, you know. I, I don't want to. I don't want to try to tell you how God does things because I know He does things in all kinds of different ways. But typically, God hides stuff because it demands us to seek Him to get that answer. But the reality is that we do not get the answers most of the time if we're yeah. not looking. Answers come in a variety of ways. Yes. Yes. So I gotta light my face up with this thing, but it makes me squint. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, that would be my suggestion. If you feel like your faith is is waning, um, just read, read, read. Don't. I mean, pray, but don't say, don't say, God, I don't understand this. He already knows our heart. He knows what we're dealing with. He understands us far better than we understand ourselves. So if you're if you're struggling to understand. That's okay. He's kind of a big God, and it's, sometimes it is kind of hard to understand him. You're not you're not alone. Mm -hmm. But I will say that 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 the answers don't come just because we recognize we don't have the answers. Mm -hmm. Knowing that we don't understand doesn't change anything. It's what we do with that. It's mm -hmm. where we go from there. Mm -hmm. You know, um, an Olympic runner doesn't start out being able to win gold medals mm -hmm. 
They start out with a desire. So um, the desire to understand, uh, which I think is what you have, is the first step. It's the easiest step. It's the easiest thing to go forward from there when we realize, okay, I don't understand, but I know that God loves me and he wants me to understand. But sometimes we have to go dig up the answer. Sometimes we have to put forth an effort that doesn't make any sense to get to that point. And so I would strongly suggest that you just grab a book. Don't 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 flip the Bible. Don't go. That happens, but very seldom. In fact, in my life, I've never had that happen. I have never. Just flip to a random to a scripture and it be the answer that I needed. I've never had that happen. What I have had happen consistently in my life is consistent study that gives me answers, gives me weapons, gives me understanding, gives me strength, gives me wisdom, gives all the things that I need as a Christian. None of it has come from random study. It's always come from consistent study. Always. Consistent study and consistent prayer time. I understand what you're saying. Please don't get stuck on me today. We just, we Guess love what, you, D. D. We just want to make sure. Guess what? <laughs> Too late. Yeah. We don't mind getting stuck on things. It's why we're here. We're Absolutely. not here. Uh, you know, if God demanded us to read a like, you know, I was just saying we need to be consistent. Yeah. But if he demanded, the reason this came up is because we were here to study. It's okay if we get stuck on you. You're sort of important. So it's okay. So um, Paul says, it's easy to have faith, believe God, and say to the mountain, be thou removed. But it's much harder to have faith, believe God, and choose to climb it instead. There are things yeah. Uh, that, yeah, and that's that's just it. Many times we have to understand that God, God's plan for us is not as simple as casting off the mountain. You're absolutely right, mm -hmm. Paul. And that's, mm -hmm. that's something we have to understand. Mm -hmm. um, the work involved is the hardest part and the most deterring part of the Christian life. The work involved. Well, we tend to want to be, you know, snap, snap your fingers and have it resolved, you know, Rather than, um, like you said, the consistent reading gives you the, the tools and, and the wisdom and the strength and all these other things to, to um, arm you with the things you need to go forward through whatever it is, the difficulties you're having, Absolutely. which is maybe climbing that mountain. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, D, we want, we, I wish you were here with me right now. I wish you were face to face with us right now because we want to be stuck on you today, so... You're stuck okay. with us. It's okay to be stuck on you. <laughs> um, I do. I, you know, I absolutely agree with what Paul is saying and what Nancy's commented on. It's like many times that's the, that consistency. <laughs> it's, it's D. Yeah. I know her name says James D. D uh, James is her husband. And uh, so we're talking to D and, and she's a they just, they just have, lovely lady. They have the same. Uh, account together, account, yeah. So that's yeah. why James and D are both. In. Maybe God the needs you to hear this D. today for your benefit. Hey, there you go. See, it's yep. yeah, and that's perfectly okay. Absolutely, that's perfectly okay. But I, I think that that, uh, um, I think that the 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 simplest 
um, thing to do is, like Paul said, is to 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 stand there and and call down God to cast that mountain. But many times the struggle that we have is that we haven't learned to climb the mountain. Like Paul said, Mm -hmm. maybe that mountain's not there to be cast off. Maybe that mountain is there for us to increase our, our ability, our strength, our spiritual strength. Grow. And uh, yeah, to grow Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, we look at the life of Christ and there's a lot of things in the life of Christ that isn't mentioned in scripture about his his education and what brought him to that point of be called, being called a rabbi. In fact, scripture is silent from his from the age of 12 to the age of 30. Mm-hmm. So we have we have 18 years that Christ grew that we don't know anything about. Isn't that amazing? And you know he 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 was he was flesh and blood even even though he recognized that he was the Messiah at a young age, he was flesh and blood, and so he still had to work with that. He still had to grow in that. He still had to, you know, I am I am learning to fast, and I fasted in the in the past, but it didn't didn't really you know the impact of it wasn't so vital as it is now. Well, here I am, 55 years old, and I, I am used to eating whatever and whenever I want. And so I'm learning to fast uh, in order to stay, to draw closer to God, uh, as well as health reasons. But Jesus, when he was, after he was baptized in water by John the Baptist, he went into the wilderness to stay for 40 days with no food. And we have to understand that a lot happened to bring him to a point where he was able to do that. Because guess what? We're spiritual people, but we're also flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. I like to think of all the lessons and gold nuggets you find along the way. That's true. You know, um, if you if you think about it, it's a really good point, Paul. Because if you cast the mountain into the sea and it's gone then everything that was on that mountain that was of value is gone too. That's a super good point. So climbing that mountain, like Paul said, we we find things. One of the things we find is the discipline in ourselves as Jesus becomes our source of strength as we climb that mountain. The Bible says that we are strongest when we are weak. And that is because in that moment, we learn to lean into him. We talked a few weeks back about what it means to be poor in spirit, meaning a poor person has to rely on others to survive. In the same way, we have to rely on Jesus when we are poor in spirit because we always need. Being needy in the kingdom is a good thing, not a bad thing. Absolutely. But when we learn to find that need, resolved in Christ, not when we learn to find it to resolved in, in other people. So as we become, we get to a place where we recognize our need, that's when God really starts to take off in our lives. We need God. But it has to be more than recognizing that we need him. It has to be, let's do something about it. And so that just kind of backs up what I was saying. That it's okay. First of all, it's okay for it to get stuck on you. You know, we 
we're not doing this because we want credit or we want to get through the Bible or we want to achieve that. We're doing this because we love people and God has led us to these moments because these moments is what it's about, what, what it's all about. Absolutely. So it's okay to get stuck on you, D, because we really love and care for you. And in this, I strongly suggest, it is, it is probably my deepest, strongest suggestion to you, is to get into the book of Ephesians, focus on it. Don't read anything else. I mean, many times the reason we struggle with understanding something is because we're always jumping from place to place, which is kind of a weird thing to say, considering that's kind of what we do here at Bible study. <laughs> but for you and for yourself, I would read the book of Ephesians. I would, it's, only, it's only six chapters long. It's not a very long book. Read it every day for a month. See what God does. Yeah. Read it every day for a month and see what he does. You know, either read it yourself or listen to it, or but get through it every day for a month. Now, and I would also suggest that you pick a version and stay with that version. Not, not because other versions are bad, but because understanding can become muddled if you mix those different versions into there. Now, I, my, my stand on translations is this. God's trying to give us a message. That message comes in different ways, and he uses it in different ways. That's not to suggest that some translations do not compromise certain things, but I think we can get hung up on whether or not it's a thee, thou, or you, and whatever, and lose the meaning behind mm -hmm. the book as a whole, the book of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Study Ephesians, read it through daily for a month. See if anything changes. Do it honestly, openly. Don't, don't approach it with any preconceived ideals. Simply go in there and say, okay, God, I want to hear what you have to say. Talk to me. Yeah, I was going to say, go into it uh, praying first. Bring God with you. Yes. Invite him to join you and uh, that he would reveal things. I don't know. He's laughing at you. I'm not sure why. Hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. LOL. You hmm? said you said something funny to him. I must have. Yeah. <laughs> so we will stay there at at verse seven and come back. But I do want to say one real, real one thing real quick. The beginning, the first, the first. Stay, okay. I got hairs. Okay. They're short, so they're not yours. <laughs> I believe that when you stick to a specific Bible in time, God will make it come alive for you. I, I do think it helps. I mean, it's one thing if you're studying something and uh, you want to get a kind of a different perspective on a statement. Yeah. And you, you go over here and check that. That's fine. Yeah. But I think it it helps to stay with... Uh, with See, I always stay in the New King James Version, but I, I often go to different translations to try and get another perspective of what's being said. I spend a lot of time researching the words and getting their background uh, background understanding. I'm doing a series of blogs right now on the gifts and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And when you do, when you look at some of the background of some of these words, 
you find out a, 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 like nuggets, like like Matt was saying, Paul was saying, uh, little nuggets and stuff that that actually help you in better understanding, not only of what that word means uh, in the original Greek, but how it can be applied uh, to our lives today. So yeah, I, I agree. Stay with one version while you do your studying. If you really have a struggle with something, you can always grab a different one just to get a better understanding. But yeah, don't, some are just don't, easier easier to read in the the way you understand right uh, our language you know i mean you if you if king james is is where you're at and can understand them by all means read king james but i would suggest probably niv or or something that's a little bit more modern in the way we speak and stuff so that's just a little bit um you don't have to stumble over what that version is trying to say you just read it fluently what you know god has led us to this and stuff yeah, yeah but i want to i want to read this one one uh one verse here chapter chapter one uh verse seven of ephesians it says in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace yes understand the one of the most important verses we're going to read in this book is that redemption comes through the shed blood of Jesus Christ and the desire to give his grace well God bless you guys thank you for joining us this morning I hope you guys got something from our Bible study so have a beautiful day we will see you in the morning bye, bye.